0: Hey, what's up everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 214, drink until your podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last... How the hell is your Monday going? How the hell was your weekend? Uh, boy, oh boy, this Weekender Bender 22, uh, it's been something else, man, a lot of fun. Uh, we started off at Central Arts in Bedford, went down to Austin, back here in Dallas. I'm actually sitting in my car, I'm recording in my car, but... Uh, the venue has changed. This is not my apartment. I'm sitting down in deep Ellum. Old Chris is going to have to get an Uber home tonight because I'm already starting the, uh, the festivities, even though I'm fucked, dude, I just feel fucking tired. You know, and it's not like I feel like shit or I feel like I'm getting sick or I'm just, you know, you can feel when you don't have the energy to hold a small talk conversation with someone. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at after the three day, you know, and I didn't even fucking drive. I didn't even drive down to Austin. You know, so uh, I couldn't imagine if I had to do that, too. Driving will take it out of you, too. Uh, so, yeah, I'm down here in Deep Ellum, Texas, uh, the last leg of our three-day tour. I just think it's funny calling it a leg of the tour when we only played three dates. It's it's comical to me. Uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? I'll tell you what I'm drinking. Nothing says Deep Ellum like a little bit of PBR, right? How long has it been since I've had a beer on the podcast, dude? I, I can't even tell you. Uh, so if you got drink 'em. drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. That is the way to start off the night. Um, By the way, it's not really going to matter. It's going to be after the fact when you hear this. uh, Since I am running so late on putting out this episode. Um, What was I going to say? What was I going to tell you? What's after the fact? Oh, we're headlining tonight. And, uh, dude, I got to tell you something. We're doing this fucking awesome thing right now. (laughs) So the vocalist, Paul, uh, he went to, you know, the little toy store, or whatever, Walmart, and you bought one of those championship belts, you know, the WWE, or if I want to date myself, WWF, championship belts, you know, so basically what we've been doing every show on this tour is whoever, you know, moshes the hardest gets the fucking belt, you know, so it's kind of like competitive, you know, like once we announced it yesterday in Austin, it seemed like, I could be wrong, maybe more people just showed up, but it seemed like the mosh was there a little bit more after the announcement of the belt. Like, Oh, there's something to gain now and you don't get to keep it. Unfortunately. Um, but you do get to take a picture of it, uh, of yourself with it, with the band. If that's any consolation, you know, hardest mosher of the night. Uh, but I dude, I got to tell you about, uh, who made the biggest impact on me this weekend. It was not any of my bandmates. It was not someone I'm related to, excuse me, as i burp into the mic that's disgusting sorry i'm trying to do less of that this year um sniffling less and, and burping less into the mic you know it, it, it's inevitable with drinking beer like this but still here comes another one you know what i don't care that much i say i care and then i i'm not going to sit down to edit all the you know <laughs> any mess up out i don't do that you know this is pretty much all just one take and it kind of has to be tonight, too, anyway, because I have to go in there and, you know, start setting up equipment on, on the side of the stage and all that, that fun stuff. And That's one thing I just I haven't looked forward to is ever lugging the fucking gear around. That's the one thing about being the drummer that just fucking sucks, dude. Uh, but anyways, oh, yeah, the biggest impact on me this entire tour. I mean, granted, we haven't played this show tonight, so there's still room to take that title. But it's... dude. So we drive down to Austin yesterday and, you know, we get to the venue and it's just a fucking great venue. They got, you know, know, a tent outside for the bands to play. There's just tons of picnic tables and, you know, a couple of bars. There's places to eat. You know, they have little pop-ups going on or whatever. Dude, it's just a fun fucking vibe. And for once, you know, the weather was nice. Like for the past, I don't know, three, four days, whatever it's been, dude, it's been like a, a freeze. And I know people up north, you're laughing like... What's well, a freeze in Texas. It's like, okay, but for us, you know, if, if all of a sudden it snapped to 110 degrees up in New York, you'd be kind of shocked, wouldn't you? It, it, it'd feel like you're having your face melted off, wouldn't it? Do you think your AC units could hold up to that? I don't think so. You know, this is, uh, so, you know, let me bitch a little bit. Nobody's talking to you, Chris, you know, you're sitting here by yourself, right? I do realize that, but th- there's someone out there that's talking back to me, you know, right? Do you guys talk when you listen or you just listen? That's interesting. I want to know that. Let's take another drink. So anyway, we get to this venue and you know, we're like third, I think. Couple bands before us. And uh so, you know, the the first band plays, everybody's hanging out, having a good time. There's record, you know, this uh there's like a huge fucking record collection in the back, which I absolutely love when you don't have anything to do. And you know, you've already eaten, you've already drank, you know, I'm, I'm not going to drink anymore. It's like, what else do you do? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll thumb through some records, you know, try to find a couple of gyms. I actually have found one before, uh, at half price books out of all, all places. It was, um, uh, what's the band? Oh, turning point. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the album, but I saw it and I was like, these look like hardcore kids. Like, what is this album? And I was like. Oh, Turning Point? Dude, it was like five bucks. Anyway, so we get to the venue. Everything's cool. Bands are playing. You know, we're networking. It's it's just great vibes. And I think everybody, regardless of if you're in Dallas or... I think everybody just needed a nice weather day. Like, tonight's not too bad. I'm just wearing a long sleeve t-shirt and some jeans. You know, it's not nothing crazy. That's perfect. I'm going to get hot in that playing drums later. So anyways, uh, we get to the venue. It's cool. Everybody's eating, chilling, you know, trying to sell merch, thumbing through records, listening to the bands going inside. They have like a movie playing on a, on a big screen. Uh, I got to shout this place out, man, to tell us the name of the place, Chris. How about that? We, we might want to visit if we ever go there. Um, let me find this flyer. Cause I, I, I'm t- terrible with names. I just can't remember. Oh, that place was called, Oh, the far out lounge. And Austin, I should know that. I just, I don't know anything ever. I don't know any of the bands playing half the time. I just know that I need to play my parts as, as good as I can, you know, with the rest of my, I don't know anybody, you know, I'm a nobody. So anyways, we get to the venue, having a great time and, and we finally get up there. It takes like, I feel like I'm the longest drummer to sound check. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm the longest drummer to soundcheck. It takes me forever you know, because it's like I have to set up my cymbals and like I have to get like a fucking tool out to tighten all the you know all the clamps down properly so nothing's falling over halfway through the set. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking terrible when your cymbals start crumbling in front of you. Um, But anyways, so you know I, I'm up there. I finally get my drum set up, and the sound guy's cool as fuck. Like he's not rushing me or anything. He's not like, hey, let's hurry up, and like. He's cool as fuck. He's just going with the flow. He put music on. He's just listening, chilling, jamming. You know, doing his thing. Doing his sound guy thing. So uh, so I'm up there. I'm sound checking. You know, give me the kick drum. Give me the snare drum. Give me the tom. Give me the other tom. Give me the cymbal. Give me the full kit. You know, whatever. So I'm doing, the, I'm doing the bass drum. Boom. 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 But, you know, I, I, I try to change it up so it's not so monotonous for the sound guy. You know, I try to throw a double beat in there. So anyways, at the back of this tent that I'm describing, and this is like a giant fucking, like, circus tent almost. You know, it's not that tall, but it's just long. One of those big white tents, you know? Uh, so I, I while I'm doing the bump, bump, bump on the bass drum, you know, like I'm creating some kind of techno music, uh, I see this kid in the back and his dad... And this kid is going crazy and his dad's like making such a deal. You see that guy up there drumming, you know, all this and that. And he's dancing around and he's hitting his foot on the floor going boom, boom, boom with me. Right. And this kid's probably uh, four years old, five years old, somewhere in there. And so I'm like, I I made a mistake of not bringing a lot of sticks to Austin with me. I brought one, two, three, five sticks with me. That's not, and I have a whole bag at home, I don't know why I did that to myself, but anyway, the moment hit me, I see this kid back there with his dad, I am a dad, you know, I, I would love if my kids came to me, and was like, dad, I want to learn how to play drums, you know what I mean, like, that's a cool fucking thing to bond with your kid about, so I'm like, I see this dad, and he's, he brought his kid to this fucking cool-ass place where music is, like, it's just a cool dad move to do, you know what I mean, to take your kid out there, See this dad, and I'm like, he's dadding it up. He's being such a good, you know, good role model, good parent. And this kid's just eating it up. He's hugging his dad's leg. He's jumping around. He's clapping his hands. He's just staying with the beat with me, you know. And then by this point, you know, I've moved around the set. I've already done the snare. I'm doing a rack tom. So when I go to the rack tom, he's back there just at the back of the tent going nuts. And he's causing a scene back there. But it was impactful. And I'll tell you why. So I get the uh, the urge well, for whatever reason, uh, you know, I was feeling daddish that day. You know, I was get, I had a tender heart. I was all in my feels, man. I was all in my feels. Uh, so I I get off the drum set after I'm done sound checking. I take two a uh, pair of sticks out to this kid. I'm like, you know what? He he doesn't know. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know how big or little my band is. He he sees a guy up there on the stage playing drums and to him him and his dad are bonding over that and that's the coolest thing in the fucking world so i take a pair of sticks and i walk it all the way out as soon as i'm done with the with the uh yeah the sound check or whatever so i'm walking out these sticks and i'm making a beeline and this kid's just kind of like looking at me as i'm walking getting closer getting closer and his dad's like oh there's there he can kind of tell you know i'm walking directly toward them he's like oh there's the drum there's the guy that was up there playing the drums that's the drummer." And I say to the kid, I say, you know, uh, you know, I get kind of close to him and I kneel down on his level, you know, I get on a knee and he's looking at me like, who is this? You know, and I say, I was like, Hey man, I I, kind of have, you know, I kind of get nervous when I'm up there playing, you know, do you think you could take these sticks and, you know, play with me while I'm playing up there that way? You know, I don't feel so nervous and I can have a good show today and I'm on my knee and his, this dad is just like, wow, this is what a nice thing to do. You know, he hadn't said anything yet. So I say all these things to this kid, you know, would you play along with me while I'm playing? You know, I kind of get nervous up there. And he looks me dead in the eyes, five years of age, and he goes, no! That's literally, he yelled in my face, no! Right in my face. And I died laughing. Everybody around there died laughing. His dad died laughing, dude. It was so funny. And kids are just that way, dude. They're just so open and honest. Like, I asked him a genuine, hey, could you help me out? He yelled in my face, no. Stra- I mean, that kid's got a strong stranger danger sense, bro. Not even with my dad standing next to me, motherfucker, will I talk to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he stranger dangered me all the way. So he yells in my face, No. And we bust out laughing, and everybody in the area. no, it was, I was like, I stood up at that point, I was so like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, you know, and the dad's laughing, the kid's like, hide, hiding behind the the dad's leg, and I was like, here, dude, like, will you just take these drumsticks, you know, in case he wants to play later, he doesn't have to have them now, just whenever, he's like, dude, thank you so much, that is such a cool thing you did for him, and you know, was, we had a good conversation there for a minute, but, uh, dude, just the, the honesty, I respect it, I, I'm... I, you know, it's a weird thing to say, but, uh, let's take a drink to that sort of honesty, right? That sort of blatant, like that kid at five years old or four years old, however old he was already knew himself enough to go. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to No, yelled in my face. Oh, dude, it was great. It was one of the highlights of the weekend. Um, I do need to talk about, let's take another drink real quick. Cheers, everybody. Oh, I gotta tell you guys about Central Arts, though, uh, out in Bedford. Um, I stumbled upon this, obviously, just looking for the address to get to the show on Saturday. Uh, but I, I, you know, I stumbled upon the website, and you know, I've been out to Central Arts before. You know, I've seen bands play there. They kind of do a cool thing. They have a swap meet out front. You can buy sneakers and a jersey and a hat and go see a show and. You know, they have little video games inside the venue so you can chill out, couches to hang out on, you know, a a floor to dance on, whatever. So I already knew all that. That's like a community thing, right? You know, they're just trying to help the community. They're trying to grow. So I go to the website and it's way bigger than I could have ever imagined. They do so much outreach work for, you know, kids in the community. They have art classes. They, They teach them how to screen press. They, dude... It's fucking amazing. I didn't know before honestly, before I played the show. I've been out there like I said a couple of times. I didn't know what Central Arts really entailed, but I, dude, I strongly recommend if you're from DFW, uh just going and donating, supporting that. Like I'm going to make it a point uh you know to to make a couple of donations this year because I really believe in their cause. And uh I think that's the point of the music we play. You know, in, in our band, is it it's about community. That's what we want. You know, it should be a brotherhood. It's not a competition. It doesn't matter who goes on first and who goes on last. Fuck all that shit, dude. Bring your beach balls and your slip and slides and your Nerf guns and let's have a fucking pit. You know what I mean? Like that's the dream to me. You know, get the fucking championship belt out. Who can, whoever can slide the longest down the slip and slide through the middle of the venue gets the fucking belt you know what I mean, like, that's that's what I'm about, um, and I feel like the, you know, not to speak for anybody else in my band, but I feel like that's what they're about, you know, it's just about having the fun time, you know, the good time, yeah, and not not trying to get in a fucking fight, and you know, rep your set, and all this, whatever, you know, I shouldn't say things like rep your set, they just sound weird coming out of my mouth, but you, you know what I'm saying, right, anyways, let's take another drink, cheers everybody. All right, I don't even know how long we're in. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm just doing it. Um, So I have a theory, everybody. Um, I am on some of these dating apps now, giving those a try once again, just seeing how it's going, talking to cool people. I've actually met a couple of cool people already just on the, yeah, you know, and I'm not looking for anything crazy. I'm not looking for, you know, let's get married next fucking year and, you know, in fucking Cabo, you know, like, I'm not looking for all that shit, I just, honestly, and this is what I tell everybody, I'm just looking for someone to show me new shit, that's it, if we get along enough to, you know, push it further, I mean, everything's gotta start with friendship, right, even friendship's gotta start with friendship, you know, and then you go, oh, okay, that person's my friend, relationship, a romantic relationship, of the romantical variety, romantical's not a word, is it, um, It takes friendship. You always got to start. It doesn't matter. Just start with fucking friendship. So that's my baseline. I'm just trying to make some friends. If it goes further than that, cool. If it doesn't, I'm cool with being friends. Like I just want to... You want to take me skydiving? Yeah, let's fucking go. I had someone ask me the other day, have you ever been skydiving? No, but I would go in a heartbeat. I would be scared. It's not that I wouldn't be scared. I would just try it. You know, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if she has tickets or what. I need to ask. I need to follow up. So anyway... I have a theory and it's a funny theory. Um I, I I come in at 5'10. That's how tall I am, you know? Uh which is I think fairly average. You know, I'm not quite six foot. I think five eight to five ten is probably the average male height, you know. So anyway, I'm scrolling through. I'm looking at these beautiful, you know, these beautiful women of Tinder. <laughs> These beautiful women of Bumble, the women of Bumble. Uh, I'm not laughing because you're not beautiful. I'm just laughing at the way I'm phrasing it. But um, (laughs) it's like the women of Walmart for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why it changed to that in my head. So anyways, you know, I have this theory. I'm not very tall. I don't have a lot uh, of height. I'm not six foot. I'm not six five. You know, if you're fucking five eight, you know, I'm going to have to fucking wear heels to the date. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. So I'm swiping and I keep, you know, swiping left, swiping right, whatever, you know, seeing who I like, and, and it's like every girl that I like is five eight to five ten. And I'm like, no, no, this isn't true because I'm looking at the pictures. So I've come up with this whole theory, and I think this is true, man. I need a female to write me at drinkitoupodcast at gmail.com and tell me if this is true. And this is so smart if this is true, because it's a it's just a strategy. So let's say you're you're a chick and you're like 5'6, but you want a tall guy, you want a six foot guy, you know, you want a six-five guy. You know. Uh, what what are you gonna say on your profile? Are you gonna say I'm five six and I want someone who's six five? Or are you gonna say I'm five eight to kind of, you know, boost your numbers? I, I I honestly think that's what it is. They're saying they're taller than they actually are to get. An even taller guy. So it's like, well, that's not fair, you know. You're gonna show up. You're gonna show up at five five, and I'm gonna be five ten. I'm gonna be like, I thought you said you were like five eight. It's like, Oh well, I just do that. I honestly think it's a strategy. It hasn't been confirmed yet that it is a strategy, but it's a smart strategy. I will give you that. It is a smart strategy. If you're looking for a tall dude, which is not me, I'm I'm average, you know. Uh, just say you're a little bit taller. There, there's a little life hack for you. And, and you can't be mad if a guy shows up to the date and he, you know, he claimed he, you know, he's wealthy and then he doesn't have any money. You can't be mad at that point. You just have to take the good with the bad, just like them. Well, I thought you said you were 5'8". Why are you 5'5"? Five five? I'm 6'5". I was looking for someone for f- that was 5'8". That's a little too short for me. You know what I mean? I honestly think it's a strategy. I don't know why that matters. It's just fucking funny. It's funny that someone would think that far to, excuse me. Wow. I said I was going to stop doing that. It's funny. Someone would think that far ahead to do that, (laughs) you know, to like kind of play the system a little bit to get what they want out of the system. Uh, it's kind of interesting. So anyway, uh, moving on now that I'm done with my dating theory, it doesn't really matter. You know, Uh, I can get a step stool. I'll climb up for hugs. You know, if you're a Amazon woman, (laughs) but, uh, anyway, uh, moving on, what are we moving on to? Oh, videos of the week. Um, okay, dude, this one was weird. This first video of the week, I saw this on Twitter. Uh, this is a fish cannon. So, uh, you know, a lot of dams are just man-made, you know, naturally, obviously there's animals that can do it. But a lot of dams are man-made, so what they have to do is they created this whole, like, imagine if you go to the bank and you send the teller that fucking thing, you know? It sucks it up through the tube. That's literally what they're doing with the fish because they get to a certain point in the river and they can just only swim. You know, the water's still flowing. They can just only swim. To that certain point, they can't get past it. So there's people sitting right by the river. They'll grab the fucking fish. They'll throw it in the tube and it sucks the fish way up. I would like at fucking like 25 miles an hour or some crazy shit like that. Could you imagine? I've been in water my whole life. I can jump out sometimes and now I'm in this tube going 25 miles an hour. I can't breathe. I can't see what the fuck just grabbed me. You know, <laughs> it's so... There's this whole, like, network where they just stick these fish in these tubes and they suck them right up and put them over the dam so they can continue on with their life. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. Um, That's kind of cool, you know, because it is trying to save the fish or whatever, but it just seems like a, like, why does a dam have to be there? Is that the reason you have to now make this big, giant, elaborate tube system to fit fish in? Like, I I don't know, man. It's kind of weird. Um, I guess the dam has to be there and that's why they have to do it that way. So anyway, the second video of the week, we're sticking aquatic in this. This is called, uh, the Amphicar, A M P H I C A R 770. Uh, I think they said there were 3,800 of these models made. And this is a car. Uh, this was a German car. Uh, this is a car that can go on land and in water. You drive it on land, you get to a little patch of water, you press whatever fucking button, you drive it into the water, and it, you know, I guess the wheels like rotate or turn, or uh, I'm not sure, but then you just propel yourself across the river or whatever. Fucking cool. I don't know why that's not a thing anymore. Why did that get taken away? That's just, that's so fucking cool. I'd love to be able to do that. These people are looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. I'm in here talking to myself, drinking a fucking beer. Mind your business. Um, anyways, yeah, the Amphicar, 770. Never heard of that before. It's pretty fucking badass. Uh, and this one is from DFW. Let me bitch about the cold for half a second longer. Uh, it's a kid playing basketball. There's a sheet of ice on his basketball court, you know, uh, and he's just bouncing the ball. He's he's all gloved up and jackets and everything, and, um, and he shoots the basketball, and it's just fucking frozen. So he shoots the ball. He gets caught in the net. And uh, that's how cold it is in Texas, y'all. Oh, no. Okay, let me get to one more video of the week. I, I do want to say this one. Dude, okay. This is so fucking impressive. And I've, I've almost done this before. I've tried to do what this guy is accomplishing right now. I'm um, not saying I came up with it before him. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I have tried and it's not fucking easy to do. So what he does he is he takes his cell phone and he does promo videos. He doesn't use any fancy equipment. He doesn't edit anything. It's literally just the phone in his hand and just how he's moving the phone back and forth across. I don't know. Let's say a, there's a dude on a bicycle, you know, and just chilling on a bicycle with the gold spokes and the gold, you know, grips and everything, you know. And he just does this video. He zooms in on the spoked wheel and he comes around the other side and zooms up to the guy's face. Dude, this guy is incredible. And it's so funny that I've tried to do that before. Like, I've mixed a drink at home. I was like, oh, dude, that turned out pretty good. You know, it looks uh, appealing to the eye. You know, it's going to taste good. We aren't all know that. Grenadine tastes fucking delicious. You know, tequila sunrise or something. I'm like, oh, dude, that, that turned out great. You know, a- and then I tried to do the Zoomy thing with my own phone. It doesn't help that, you know, my, what was it, a Samsung piece of fucking shit phone. What a terrible phone, dude. It's like, you would press the record button and it would take, I don't know, five, ten seconds to actually kick in the recording. So if it was something that was time time sensitive and you needed to record, that, Samsung's like, uh, uh, hold, on, hold on, buffering, buffering. But okay, here's the video. It's like, well, dude, the guy already stole her fucking purse. I saw it coming a mile away. That's why I pressed the button 30 seconds ago to record it. I was going to be the fucking hero. Got, it got his face on camera. And instead, fucking Samsung... Um, They do really make a shitty phone. I'm not just saying that to be silly. I fucking hate a Samsung phone. I hate a Samsung phone. They're shitty. They're shitty. And you know what the, the thing that pisses... I don't know a lot about tech, but I know we should have this at least like we used to. You can't even move fucking apps over to the SD card anymore. The save card. The savey save card. You know? You can't move apps over to that to save space on the actual phone itself. Why did they do that? There's no point to buy an Android anymore. There's no point. That was the point. When I was buying a, a, a LG, which I do actually like LG, when I was buying LG, I, I could switch my apps over to the SD card. My phone ran great. It was fine. It was wonderful. And then they changed it to where you can't move this shit over to the fucking SD card. What is this, Tech Talk? Um yes, maybe it is, I don't understand why, that that was the only reason I would buy an Android phone also, and that was the only complaint I had about about iPhone oh, well you either have to spend $800 on the 64 gig, or you know you get the fucking 32 gig you're gonna run out of space, you can't add space to it that's what, that's what everybody said you can't add any memory to the Apple oh, you have to pay for more memory through the cloud it's like, fuck this you know, um but then they took it away. Why would you take it away? Why? Why would you take it away? Uh, so anyway, this guy, I have no idea why. He's probably using a Samsung phone. I'm just an idiot to do these promo videos. But um, it's fucking incredible, dude. I don't know how he moves and contorts his body that way to get that accomplished. Uh, but good on him, you know. Well, let's take another drink. Oh, man, that's good. It's been a while since I've had a beer. Uh, PBR in particular, that just says downtown Dallas, doesn't it? To me, either that or a Lone Star. Um, Oh, okay, so I do have pics of the week. I have three pictures of the week. Dude, these are fucking killing me right now. Uh, So the first one I have is Kurt Cobain doing his uh, MTV Unplugged set, but they put Mr. Bean's face on on it, Kurt Cobain's face. So they called it, you know, called him Kurt Cobain. Uh, that's that's a pretty good one, dude. But these other ones, these other ones with fucking Napoleon Dynamite, they're killing me right now. I can't be, like, I was trying to talk on the phone the other day, you know, and it, was, it wasn't like, you know, super professional or anything like that. But, you know, I, I needed to get shit done, okay? And I'm just so fucking immature that, like, I just keep thinking about these memes and I'm laughing to myself, um, what's it called? Oh, they, okay, so the two are, that I've seen so far, I'm sure there's gonna be more, uh, is Gosh Smack, instead of God Smack, and, and everybody in the band on the cover, their face is Napoleon Dynamite, it's fucking awesome, and the other one, my favorite, is, uh, Lamb of Gosh, <laughs> whoever came up with Lamb of Gosh is, uh, you, you get the Golden Mug Award, that is too fucking funny, Lamb of Gosh- Um, I love those memes, dude. Those are my favorite ones right now. Uh, (laughs) lamb of gosh, I'm trying to think of other bands with, uh, with the name God in it. I'm sure there's a lot of bands, God's hate. So that'd be gosh's hate. (laughs) It's so stupid. I don't know why it's so funny to me. Uh, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. Uh, okay. So we saved the sports talk for last. At least. what? How, how far am I? Oh, I'm 29 minutes in. Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you anything you don't know already. Uh, I got to go get in there and mingle. Probably get a wristband. Hopefully get a drink ticket or two. Uh, schedule my Uber at some point in time for tonight so I can get home. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Um, I don't just say it, y'all. I do it. Uh, so that's going to do it for me. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to go break a leg. Um. It was a fun fucking weekender bender, man. I, I can't wait to do this again, though. I am tired, man. I am, I am really tired. I, I admire anybody who can do this full time. Um, that's a fucking amazing thing. I can't believe that. It's un- unreal that you can just do this day in and day out and, you know, keep a smile on your face. Jeez. Uh, so anyways, that's going to do it. Bottoms up, everybody. If you got them, drink them. All right, guys. Woo! Always hurts my teeth to do that. Oh, God. All right, guys. I'll talk to you uh, later on this week. Uh, Be safe out there. Bye.